Hello, and welcome back to the podcast presentation of our actual play game. Of Steam, Steel, and Murder is a fate system-based role-playing game of murder and mystery set in a steampunk world. This session is the 18th game we've had so far. If you are listening, we would like to hear from you. Please leave us a message at steamsteelmurder at gmail.com or give us a review on iTunes. Our show notes and game information can be found by doing a search on the obsidianportal.com website. Public forums are available as well, and background and historical information for the game. But now, we present Episode 18, Part 1. Catch your hair? Yes. Okay. And the password is SSM? Yep, all uppercase. Oh. So, anyway, how are you guys? I am fine. Somebody else is responding. Kind of sick this week, actually, but. (laughs) I wish you good health then. You still recovering from the after effects of whatever your wife gave you them? Well, I recovered from that, and then apparently I came down with something new, which she's just now waiting to catch herself. It's only her time. So it's payback. That's that's our deal. She gives me something, I, I get it, I mutate it, and I give it back to her. <laughs> that's sweet. But which oh, one of you is going she for does this? <laughs> I've had the uh, headache, fever, and nausea going on today. Uh, the last couple of days. <sighs> Didn't sound out of it on Thursday. It's not. Uh, you know, I, I feel bad. I don't feel like under the weather or anything. It's not a mucusy, throaty thing. It's just a general. Blah. Well, you can <laughs> pass on to Logan and. And Travis. <laughs> mm. yeah. and, uh, you can uh, take it all out on us then tonight. Ha-ha. Um, quick, <clears throat> quick question is, uh, do you get the new aspect and the other refresh after the fifth game? Or? After, yes, after the fifth okay. game. So this will be your fifth. I did notice that. <clears throat> Oh, oh, yeah, I ran and, a, uh, you first. Okay, I ran a game of In a Wicked Age on Thursday, and it went really, really well. It's a great little game. Yeah, it's just gonna ask. Um, is it uh, three weeks out of game time, or I mean, uh, three days out of game? Uh, it's going to be at least uh, two or three days. All right, fine. Which is insane now that I'm starting to train during this period. In another four days, I can say that I have managed to spend a total of one experience points. (laughs) Yes, I am doing the same. I will spend my first XP. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, question about that bird. We can 
spend as much as we have discipline, but if we have no discipline, we can't train at all? No, if you don't have any discipline, you can do one, one skill. Everybody can do one, one per week. Yeah. And if you have, say, one discipline, can you do two? Uh, yes. So yeah, that's all right. Okay, well, I was right. All right, fine. It's an extra free discipline, right? That, yeah, that's a that, that's a good point. But yeah, that that makes complete sense. So, it's a base of one, and then for each point of discipline, it, it, you could add one more. Right, because so I was thinking for, for a while it sounded like you were saying if you have discipline, you can train it. That doesn't actually work. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> all, it, all it reflects is that uh, if you have low discipline, you're too ADD to keep your mind on task. <laughs> <laughs> Quick question, and can we increase that skill two slots, or so long as we keep the column going on? Uh, they, uh, you can only increase the skill one rank per week. Okay. Yeah. So yes, you can you can increase it two, but then it correspondingly takes two weeks. No problem. Uh, I I have a question. Uh, Marcus thinks he's playing today. Yeah. He is. He's Good. not in the call. Oh. <laughs> you've gathered Abel, you've gathered all of us but him <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about Bubba that, that's not an oversight in my sight part. apparently I was right yep Yes. we're going to give uh, Skype a, a try with uh, six people tonight and see how it goes <sighs> having said oh, that I would ask hmm? that if your character is not in a particular scene Try not to interrupt the conversation so that we don't have six people talking on top of each other. <laughs> it's half the fun. Mm. Apparently my uh, cuddle cat here wants to join tonight. He will play the part of Constantine Forthright, who is <laughs> a cat. <laughs> all cats are natural-born killers. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I defeat him by throwing some catnip. <laughs> I was going to say getting a hose and threatening water. And we keep squirt bottles around just for that. <laughs> oh, because I worked in a pet shop which did that for its parrots. Mm -hmm. Wait, are you saying constantly a fourth ride is the name of your cat? A little, a little louder there, Abel. You're really low. I said, you're saying Constantine Forthright is the name of your cat. <laughs> no. The, the cat wishes to play the part of Constantine. <laughs> yeah, he's not leaving my lap. Okay. <laughs> one, one stout push. Uh, it's going to get to the point where um, we unveil the entire plot of the Mastermind is... Uh, telling us all how we're put it, and then meow. Yes. You know what's going to happen. You're, you're going to have to have the cat there stroking a bald man. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Future <laughs> <laughs> uh, animal references. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. I was just thinking of the classic. Uh, mm. Oh yes. Twist. Okay. Um, couple of. Things of uh, business as far as the podcast, etc., goes. Um, getting a lot of people that want to play, that's good. Um, having a ton of people on Skype at once is bad. <laughs> so, I'm, what I'd like to do is I started a message on the forum where if uh, 
you want to get a couple of other players, characters involved and do something specific like uh, uh, Nick and uh, John had mentioned something that their characters would like to do uh, in conjunction. I am more than willing to run a on the off Saturday um, a an SSM uh, just to get things like that out of the way. Let alone, we still might want to be doing a uh, wheel building session some year. Yes, yes. I want to do that soon, actually. Um, yeah, I'd say do the wheel building next week or if you want to do it out of game. I'll put, up, uh, I'll put up the date for next Saturday, assuming my wife doesn't have anything planned. Um, and just everybody chime in as to who can, can and can't make it. Yeah, so I'm yep. going to have to keep it posted because I'm off for that week. <laughs> Uh, the other thing is, a lot of people have been messaging me about stuff they'd like their characters to do uh, between sessions. That's fine, but I'm starting to have a hard time keeping track of it because I'm getting the emails from three different places. Uh, if it's something that your character doesn't want hidden, just go ahead and post it. Uh, we'll make an in-character forum thread. Just post what you're doing there so I can keep track of it. If it's something that you're trying to keep hidden send it through the email on the Obsidian Portal site and not Gmail. Um, or you can send it to the steamsteelmurder at gmail.com, which is where I've got the Obsidian Portal going to anyway. And that will just help me keep everything in one place. And it all goes quiet. <laughs> Yep. Well, I've muted my mic because I'm eating cheese and crackers. Cheese mm. it's. No, it's canned cheese with Ritz crackers. Oh, like the aerosol cheese spread? Yes. <laughs> awesome. Uh, <laughs> yep. You always got to go with the canned cheese. It's cheddar and bacon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to fill up the water bottle and I'll be right back, guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm fighting with the urge to eat baklava. Got it right here and I just got to save it. Did you just say, what did you just say? I'm fighting with the urge to eat the rest of my baklava. Hmm. Baklava, if you don't know, is sweet honey cakes, which are usually found in Greece and Turkey. Yummy! But, yeah. <laughs> 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 they're just right there and I want to save them but at the same time I want to eat them oh crud can I get a link to catch your I'm hair just... no the dice thing yeah catch your hair word password SSM. Yep. I'm surprised we haven't actually had some malicious individual breaking into it yet. My wife is about two chapters away from finishing the last Dresden file book. Uh, I call glass. <laughs> She's not reading it now so that she doesn't yell out violently when she comes to the end of it. <laughs> Good wow, Good those are some bad dice rolls. 
Oh no, no, keep on reading that way. When you do scream out, it will add some depth to the scene. <laughs> wow, Bert. Looking at the dice rolls, we got two negative fours out of zero. The best You're doomed, doomed. We have a negative one and a couple negative twos. Yeah, with those <laughs> dice rolls, it's a good time to reiterate the fact that you cannot die in this game unless you choose to do so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at this rate, that might be the best option. I break into another lady's house and die of boredom. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a fine way to start a case you find Nick dead and <laughs> or Ray Marley no one minds yeah, I read it off as a private case he gets hired <laughs> it's obviously um, someone didn't like him snooping so he's dead standing over him, over him will be this elderly dowager with a uh, a two-barreled shotgun. <laughs> no, it's actually, just... it's a woman with a crud yeah. of guns on her. No, no, elderly dowager. It's um, a widowed rich person. <laughs> They're usually quite old. So, just funny to see they had that mental image. All right. Uh, we got everybody online. Let's see. Richard... Yes. All right. So, yes, guys, Richard is joining us tonight um, with a new character to SSM. Hello. And uh, when I cue him in, he can describe himself. <laughs> Hopefully, we will get to the cue in quickly. <laughs> this time, okay, no, so let's. Sword and Dreamer's Garage just chatting for forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We, uh, we determined that Drina was off. Uh, with one of her daughters or sisters last episode. <laughs> and hopefully when she came back, she finished working on the paint job of someone's car who actually didn't get destroyed. Okay. Oh, no, you can't do that. Let's see, for Drina and Gavin, uh, assuming we're starting three days later uh, tonight, uh, that's going to be a week. More than a week? It was more... Oh, wait, they were there for the... Submarine, weren't they? They were there for the yes. submarine. Drina's right submarine, there. yes. Mm -hmm. She hasn't built autopilot yet. Actually, it was more than, yeah, about a week. week and a couple of days, you said, because they also had to do, yeah. we've done a couple other things. Let's call it nine days. Works for me. And, Bert, are we three days closer to the full moon, or uh, yes. still two weeks out? Uh, yes, you are three days closer to the full moon. So that means how many days from the full moon? <laughs> One week, 11 days. One week, 11 days? No, 11 no. days. One week and four days, or 11 days. Four, five, six, yeah. yeah, that sounds right. Let me pull up my notepad thing here. Not the notes of doom. 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 <sighs> Sorry, I'm keeping track of all... Uh, I got this nifty note program called Tomboy Notes, and it's uh, basically allows you to do hyperlinks to other notes. So I've got... Uh, 
each of the NPCs of a hyperlink, and it's starting to get several pages long <laughs> of NPCs. Could you shoot me, um, Tom Boat? Tomboy. Okay, yeah. Tomboy notes. Do you still use uh, mind map? Yeah, I do. Uh, the the, the note-taking thing that was becoming very useful as well. And it's got... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it works for like Mac, PC, and Linux. It's got all... Someday you'll get Mac tools working. Yeah, I figured out what's wrong with it. I just haven't had a time to go back through and recompile the uh, the Java shell script that loads everything. I can get it to run now, but it's kind of a pain in the butt. All right, we're going to start the scene off. Um, Jameis, you are paper pushing in your office. The drudgery of <laughs> government work. Mm, boy. And you get a manila folder across your desk uh, in the normal uh, diplomatic pouch. It usually contains uh, just updates that you need to file and uh, sheets you need to send to various people to get signed. This pouch, however, has your name written on the outside. Mm. In block letters. Open it as if it's just any other normal mail. Mm -hmm. uh, inside, uh, there's a couple of photographs, a newspaper clipping, and what looks to be a couple of pages where someone has photographed documents. Uh, so you don't have the actual document, but uh, photographs of documents. Yep. <clears throat> And the newspaper clipping um, is from a German newspaper, um, some German local newspaper. And it's uh, the section that's clipped out is about a train robbery um, where it says uh, the train was uh, detained for a period of 15 minutes. Uh, no one board was robbed. Uh, and this happened uh, a few weeks ago, three weeks ago um, by your calendar today. Uh, it describes how the, the train was stopped. Uh, someone had uh, laid something across the tracks um, and it looked to be a robbery but no one was actually robbed. Um, it's basically all the detail it goes into. Uh, one of the photographs however is a photograph of a uh, German intelligence briefing uh, which explains the truck was in fact carrying two canisters of a binary nerve gas. Uh, it's in two stages. Uh, each chemical is separated by uh, its own tank, but when combined, it makes a deadly nerve toxin. Um, and these two canisters were stolen off the train. You've got a picture um, of what looks like to be a boxing ring, and there's uh, kind of in the center of the picture what the photographer was... Uh, Focusing on is a, a, a guy in a, a derby cap and a monocle um, and a cane. He's also got uh, what looks to be a dark beard. And it's got a good side profile of him uh, watching the fight that's going on. 
And you can make me, let's see, a investigation roll. Yeah. <laughs> a single yeah. uh, failed it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, you kind of think you recognize with a photograph that the man has taken. The the boxing ring kind of twinges the memory, but you can't quite place it. Not a scholarship role. Sure. <laughs> That's a five, I think. Fantastic. So whatever fantastic is. Yeah. All right. Good enough. Uh, you were there not too long ago. You think this is Sully's boxing uh, gymnasium? Hmm. Well, I don't know why they'd send this German article to me. Mm-hmm. And that's the contents of the pouch. Meanwhile, back at Drina's, I guess, where people are hanging out. <laughs> you there, Abel? <laughs> yep, I'm here. Okay, there you are. All right. Um, do, do you guys all want to be in Drina's garage? Is that just where you want to start? The rest of you? I have no problem with that. Briefing her on what happened uh, the week before, perhaps. Mm -hmm. So what happened the week before? I got shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid to say, Miss Eber, that uh, you will not be able to receive your free favor from a Mr. Spiros. I won't. Wait, what, what, happened, is, what happened to him? A tragic accident. We believe that he was removed by Constantine. He fell onto a sharp pointed object repeatedly. Are you are you trying to tell me you killed him? <laughs> indirectly, yes. Wait, you, you you killed him indirectly or you're trying to tell me indirectly? <laughs> Both. <laughs> I'm trying to be indirect about it, but yes, uh, unfortunately, Mr. Spiros was uh, wrapped up into a case where he tragically died because we were not clever enough. Okay. So Miss Marlowe, I think you're being unfair. It was inside the high security of Metapol Police. Yes, we all know how high security the police station is now. Yes, yes especially when there's a lot of policemen going in and out. Too bad. I still feel sorry for that tech okay. guy. Here's here's what happened. Uh, you know the um, the lady that you guys escorted out of the country, and she was supposed to get those secret documents from the French guy. Yes. Okay, well, the documents, the French guy gave them to another, uh, a crown spy, and basically he got shot. We investigated the case, found out that it was Constantine that shot him. Um, 
And then um, Spiros was the fall guy for Constantine's murder of uh, the other crown agent that had the secrets. Um, we, someone, <clears throat> unfortunately, walked into her uh, apartment and got shot. Uh, who shall not be named? Uh, I point at the gunshot wound on him. I'm wearing clothes, man. <laughs> no, no, he, what he does, he reaches over and squeezes the place where it is. Yes. Yes. I, I refrain from beating you about the head for being a fool. Anyways, uh, the, and uh, Spiros and another woman who shot me was were taken into custody. Um, and pretty much we found the micro, the, uh, the tape in which the documents were on and turned it into Tesla, who turned it into the government. And while we were doing that, uh, Constantine went in there and killed uh, the people. And also strangled a harmless nerd. Uh, we believe he. the reason he was killed was it, it showed signs of Mora being quick and not planned. A heat of the moment type of thing. Like he may have spotted him getting... Tossing off some into his getting... invisible helicopter, <laughs> or maybe we believe he used a. We believe based off the strangulation wounds of the nerd that he was using a cop's disguise, an officer disguise. And there, since there had been a lot of officers going in and out. Oh yeah, and Constantine's really, really good. Yes, uh, he scared Spiros when we actually were able to talk to him about it before he was dead. He's right. apparently a man who works for the highest dollar and does a lot of wet work. And I believe his exact words. I believe Spiros' exact words were that when Constantine is involved, it is inevitably wet work. Also, he loves to make fun of us by planting a fake bomb. That goes. That just says boom. Again, sneaker. See, that last bit was that went right over the edge into too much information. Right, right there, that moment. Remember that, and stop before you get there. <laughs> but oh. I, I, okay, I think I have a good grasp of what's going on. Okay. Uh, also, do you can you take a look at these the plane schematics in which we uh. You know, the airplane in which we or you guys have uh, confiscated and see if you might know who possibly inspired the des designs, etc. Et yeah, we were also we were also going to ask Drina to see if she recognized the uh, the maker's mark on the bullets. Yep. All right. Um, wait, we, we confiscated an airplane. No, you you, you had confiscated funny. an airplane before, and we were just following up on that. I think you guys are talking about the airbag uh, to the Zeppelin. I mean, remember, the, the bottom yes. section is was never recovered. Yes. Uh, I believe what Mr. Mallow is after is your opinion on who would have designed the distinctive biplanes and vessels and various vehicles used by the whole base gang. Right. While you guys are talking... Um, you have your little red light going off on your phone system uh, telling you that Ada has received a message. Right, okay. I make sure I get the message. 
Okay. Uh, you pick it up, and uh, the first thing uh, that you hear is kind of a, a, a clicking noise, and uh, you hear some kind of static on the line, and then you hear a, a conversation between uh, Bishop and the doctor, um, and you hear like a door open, the sound of chirping birds, and they're having this conversation, um, and then it clicks, it clicks off, and then another voice cuts in and says, My, but you are interesting playthings, but I've got a new game for you. I call this one Total Annihilation. You have until 5 o'clock today to find my little toy. Click. Right. This, so, this guy's a real jackass. Yep. Oh, Constantine? Uh, he seems to be a um, sociopath who has uh, instincts for thrill and fun. Yep. He he play he play he's a player for the love of the game, not for the money. But the the love of the game of leaving random bombs around. Yeah, that's the kind of thing he would do. What? Right. So. So okay. Do you, what what do you think he means by this toy? Oh, he's probably going to murder a bunch of people because uh, we screwed up his plans, and unfortunately, he looks bad to the. Uh, his employers, so he's going to get back at us. Okay. Do you have a uh, a likeness of him? Oh no. Nope. <laughs> he's too good for that. We no one has ever recognized his face, or no no one who's alive knows his face. We don't know that. We all we know is of the basic, very bad research we have done. No one knows his face. Uh. He knows who we all are, though, so he may be referring to this building itself. Or one of any hundred places. Yes, but he knows that this is where we hang out, so I suggest that, first of all, we ensure that this place is not rigged to blow. Probably a good idea. Okay. Uh, right. What time is it currently? I uh, posted it in the chat. It's 9 a.m. Okay. Oh, uh, well... What time does he say? 9 a.m. And he's going to blow it at 5 p.m. Okay. And do you guys... This, who was having the conversation? It was the doctor and... Bishop. Bishop. Uh, do you happen to remember that particular conversation, Bishop? Do I? Yeah, it's the conversation you were having on the rooftop... Oh, yeah, it was the rooftop conversation. Yes. Why don't you let us in on what this little tete-a-tete was, was about? Were you talking about, you know, were you sharing recipes during the rooftop conversation? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> uh, it might be important. We'll get back to that. The main thing of the rooftop conversation was we were kind of checking out the... Wait. It's just, it was just banter between you two when you uh, when the fake bomb pulled up the sign that said boom. Was, oh yeah, I probably said like uh, I think You're one of us may have called jerk. him a wizard. Yeah, yeah one that of us suggests that he was either still there or somehow had managed to leave a recording device. Invisible helicopter. Yeah. Uh, have you come across the idea of uh, contagious madness before? 
Drina, you... No, I, I look at you and go, no, because I'm pretty sure everyone would, no one would hang out with me then. Uh, Drina, you also, since you built it, realized that the point of the recording was also so that it would access Ada, since you have it on voice recognition. Right. So, um, I wonder if someone else might have gotten a vital piece of this part of this puzzle that we don't have. Hmm. I think yes. Oh, no, that was rhetorical. <laughs> Never mind. All right, let's search this place. Uh, there are any... Do we really want to waste time searching? Uh, this, I, I live here. <laughs> right, but you can send people away. I mean, this is... I don't think he would blow up your house. We should take the time. We should call. First thing we should do is call Gavin and make sure and check up on him and tell him what's going on since I'm pretty sure he would like to know and maybe actually get in contact with Blair since she's usually good with the hush-hush and knows not to start a panic. Although we'll probably need to go by there face-to-face because no one trusts the phone lines. Oh, yeah, your garage also... Contains the doctor's car that's been uh, half sanded down that uh, he's left in your care to repaint. Miss <laughs> yes. um, Eva, can you remove the recording from uh, Ada, I believe you called it? And I can run it over to the police immediately. Well, we're on a time-sensitive scale here. So it would be useful if we got moving and we split our uh, efforts. Okay. Well, First thing, let's let's call everyone and get everyone on board. Okay. Uh, make the rounds. The doctor is uh, out of Metapole currently on a uh, some kind of meeting uh, for surgeons. <laughs> also, his business is running smoothly. Of course, <laughs> no bodies are being brought into the back door. And uh, yes, Gavin, you will get a call in uh, due course as they're going down their list of uh, other contacts and friends. So, ring. <laughs> it's hello, Ministry of Research Science and Technology, Gavin Marshall speaking. Hello, Gavin. Hi, Ms. Eber. Yes. Um, this... Constantine character. Yes. Yeah, the, he is that. I, I, I let you know about the recording. Hmm. Do you know anything about the nature of the device? Other than the fact that he called it a toy, no. I really don't know very much about Constantine other than what I've heard secondhand right now. He's evil. Pure, concentrated evil. Yes, of course he is. I lead him away to a separate room. <laughs> right, first it was Harrison, now it's Constantine. <laughs> My guy actually is evil. That doesn't count. Okay. Would it perhaps be some kind of nerve agent? That is also a possibility, just as horrific as a bomb. Yes. 
think we should meet up. Yes, let's. Should we also get Blair? I don't know. What what would be the use of, of bringing her in? Like, what exactly could she do for us? Well, she... She, she has she can, access to larger forces, so she can uh, organize And she knows... She's also demonstrated that she's very good with uh, keeping things quiet, knowing who to say, who to tell, and who not to tell, etc., to not, and what to say, uh, so that we have a few people kind of looking out around general places, but not starting a panic. And it's a good thing no one could get a bomb into Metapol or any explosive materials. Uh, uh, uh. Explosive materials are just like guns. They'll never get into this town. <laughs> Every street urchin's got one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have put my mind to ease, sir. Yeah, enough of the enough of the banter. <laughs> well, not not enough. There's never there's always time for banter, but it's also a free action. <laughs> we have to find this thing. <laughs> and you have? Do we have a place to start? Well, the first thing I do is I go through the garage and I look at all the new, like any uh, any projects dropped by customers in the last few days. Well, your your current project is the doctor's car, um, which needs to be stripped down and repainted from the children turning it into a psychedelic mobile a few weeks ago. Uh, other than that, you've got a couple of uh, steady customers that come in to have, you know, to check up, oil change, that sort of thing. Uh, but nothing nothing unusual or n no new customers uh, in the last bit. Okay. I was just thinking uh, the easiest way to get something in here is just to drop it off in and something to be repaired. Judging from his normal MO, I shall go and check the rooftop if you'll allow me. Sure, no problem. We should also probably sometime go check out that other rooftop where he actually had the recording, although that seems a little bit too easy for him. What was the... Can we <clears> get a playback of the recording exactly? Yeah, I assume you left it on the machine and didn't erase it, so it's yes, still there. Yeah. I didn't really erase it, no. <laughs> no, it erased itself after the first play. <laughs> it would actually yeah, be I... safe to assume that he may be tapping into <clears throat> this line. Well, I just want to know what exactly he said, because I wasn't taking... I wasn't listening that carefully, to be honest. Jerry, it's very short. Uh, he just says that you are interesting playthings, uh, but there's a new game called Total Annihilation, and you have until 5 o'clock to find his little toy. Play things. Total annihilation. Okay. New toy. All right. Oh. Okay, first things first. Um... <clears throat> I make sure all the kids go to their sisters. They'll be at school, wouldn't they? Um, they will not be coming back here this afternoon. 
Have we gathered our people yet? Have we blown? <clears throat> yes, now four o'clock. You took time. <laughs> I'm, happy, I'm happy to drive out and gather everyone. So you drive out and get to Gavin, and I shall search your house if you'll permit me. All right, go ahead. Shall I go get Blair? Oh, wait, there's there's a drawer in my bedroom. Uh, in the bureau, it's the second one on the left, third one down. You cannot search there. Everywhere else is fine. Nice. It is noted. There's a slight paling tone to his face. <laughs> no, he walks away. I don't think I want to know what's in there. Good, because I'm not telling you. Must have something about extra explosives. I'm in the car. Uh, I ask again, do we want to get Blair? <laughs> You're in the office by yourself. Everyone's gone off. Do you want to get Blair? <laughs> I'm here smoking. Okay, fine. I, yes. I'll go get Blair. I'll bother. Th I'll borrow the doctor's car. I know how to drive. <laughs> <Don't worry. laughs> yeah, you know the, the doctor's car is is un, is unpainted. I mean, it probably looks like a crayon box exploded on it now, and then somebody <clears throat> sanded some of the crayon off. <laughs> That was last week, I assure you. <laughs> the last time took it out. Right. Well, go go for it. The Constantine will never see it coming. <laughs> In are our subway system either overground or underground? Both. Underground. Yeah, it's oh, mostly both. underground, uh, but some of it does uh, have <clears throat> above ground. Well, gee, hopefully he won't be planning the neurotags in a subway. That would underground situation. That's too devious. By the way, Bert, I do have drive. I do have driving one, so hopefully, uh, so I unless you totally crash it. Unless you're in like a car chase or trying to go faster than is safe, you don't need to make a driving roll. So that's what I figured. That's why I figured one was always good in it. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Until I'm being shot at. <laughs> right. All right. So uh, we we've broken up a couple of groups here. Uh, who's going to, to get Blair? I am. Okay. I'll go and get anyone else. All right, uh, so you arrive at the police station. Uh, Miss Blair is having her usual several pots of coffee by the time you show up. Uh, she's had enough in her that she's uh, in a reasonably chipper mood for her that uh, doesn't I have a firearm as soon as you see her. <laughs> uh, I have a grim-looking face and say, private room. <laughs> He's watching okay. Dale Rider. Uh, she nods sourly and storms off to the private room. <laughs> I then, once I make sure that I tell her recording off, and then I go over and make sure the door's closed, and then I tell her exactly what happened and a little bit about suspect of what the device may be based off what Gavin said. I haven't met up with Gavin yet, I don't believe. But he did say it over oh, the yes. telephone. Okay. Um, okay, she puts down her mug of coffee and says, 
We do have a bomb squad uh, available at Metapole. I can get them here in half an hour. Good. And I figured it would best be tell you so you could also try and check out, maybe check out a few of the places quietly so that there's no panic or anything like that. Mm. Any place. We're still going to start looking into it also. Guild should know about this as well. I got some people on each of the guilds that can do it discreetly. That's good. We want to keep, I know the key thing here is we want to keep it quiet. We don't want to start a panic. There's a panic. It creates more problems, and I'm pretty much sure that's probably what partially Constantine wants. Um, she says, okay, we need to gear up. She leaves the room, kind of beckons you to follow, and goes to the equipment room, and which she hands you this 30-pound uh, backpack. <laughs> this, okay. is a, this is a mobile phone. <clears throat> Um, and she writes you down a number. I'll be carrying one in the car as well. Keep in contact. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I will round up the troops. We'll try to do this without creating a public panic. Mm -hmm. And I head back to Drina. I tell her I'll be at Drina's. Oh. Drina's. <laughs> this is... Yeah, I was thinking of doing that. Jameis actually getting a portable, a portable, portable phone instead of the backpack phone. <laughs> yeah, this is like one of the uh, World War, uh, I guess World War Two yeah. kind of huge. <laughs> yeah, I know battlefield phones. Um, all right, and some of you are going to go pick up Gavin, I believe. Yes. So you guys can I arrive go in ahead a, pick up there. A, a squeal of, of wheels. And I start leaning on the horn. <laughs> <laughs> right outside of the government building. Guild business has arisen. Up to it, Bishop. What? <laughs> Let's go. I'm smacking the seat next to me. Did you say Bishop? Oh, damn it. <laughs> Being pregnant apparently Rewind. also gives you memory loss. <laughs> yes, after, it's after effects. I only just, sorry, I only just remembered my youngest children. Yes. You have regained those memories. It was, come on, let's go, Kevin. Right. Wait, is it Gavin or Gavin? I say Gavin for some reason. The omnipresent narrator calls him Gavin. <laughs> so it is Gavin. Okay. Never oh, worked out why. This is why we're we like we're wheeling and snaking through traffic. <laughs> like you see, there's an old woman pushing like a cart full of cans see the car like narrowly miss the car and he is flying into the, into the sidewalk <laughs> and I uh, I want to go to the rooftop where the conversation happened okay uh, who are you taking anyone uh, no apparently not I guess John's searching mm -hmm. so um, I'm going off on my own lonesome sure how are you getting there there's trains oh okay 
Um, okay, while you're in transport, John, go ahead and give me a roll there. Uh, investigation. Two fail. Okay, that's a neutral, and I have investigation at three. So that's a good. Um, I could fork in something else. Okay, yeah, I'll use archaeology as a way of life as well, so just boost that up to a five. Mm-hmm. All right, um, fair enough. Being a houseful of uh, children of various ages, <laughs> you find a lot of strange things uh, <laughs> stuffed in odd locations, uh, but nothing that looks like it is a device of mass destruction. Although, Drina has some experimental things in her garage that you're not quite sure what to make of. <laughs> right. And the phone lines? I'm sorry? The phone lines. I wanted to check those as well. There's, there are no phone lines. It's all broadcast. Okay. I think you wanted to check the phones to make sure they weren't there was nothing odd that about them, I guess. Uh, yeah, the phones themselves, the yeah, okay. Make sure I'm, there's no sign of wiretapping or whatever the equivalent is. Sure, I'm not going to make you, do, you just say, I'm searching this, I'm searching that. Your role was for basically however much time you want to spend there. Um, you know, you've basically turned the, the place over from top to bottom. The only suspicious thing you really find are some of the projects that uh, Drina has in her experimental lab that you just don't know what to make of <laughs> other than that. <laughs> Clean. Well, uh, go to the other side. There is nothing which looks like Constantine's work. However, I am more worried of Miss Airbauer now. <laughs> and on the rooftop, um, Mr. Marlowe, uh, what are you looking for? The door hasn't been repaired. Um, it's a, it, it, it opens out of the rooftop just fine. No one has police taped it off or anything. It had had not been reported as part of the crime scene. Okay, uh, I just would like to uh, search here and see if there might be another clue. If you know, uh, if there is none, then I go back. But... Uh, sure, give me an investigation roll. Dice don't fail me now. Uh, three. Okay. Uh, you find, similar to what they did, uh, the fake bomb behind the door is still there. Uh, you find uh, you know, signs where someone was uh, watching the alleyway below. And you still have the binoculars are still laying there. I don't, because I don't believe anyone took those with them. So, seen as is as it was left. He didn't leave a fiendish clue here for us to follow. Mm-hmm. That's fine thought I should check. Well, the, uh, like I said, the fake bomb uh, is still behind the door. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't really have any bomby skills, so. I I just look, I look around it and see if you might t- t- follow this clue to here. Uh, it looks like it was something that was put together uh uh, fairly uh, rapidly from a bunch of different parts, uh, but with a three, you do notice that uh, the maker's marks on some of the parts uh, are all the same. Oh, that is interesting. They haven't been like rubbed off or anything else. They're still on there. Okay, so he left. The, and does the binoculars also have a maker's mark? Uh, they do. 
Same okay. mark. I'm yoinking the binoculars, and then we'll go back to go back to Drina's house. Is that where everyone was meeting back up? Yeah. All right. So. I'm still there, and I just <clears throat> eye Drina very suspiciously now. <laughs> I put a note, a sign on the door, saying "Closed for uh, Closed until two days from now." For an illness in the family, we apologize for any inconvenience. In the meantime, it looks like Aldrich has collected a box full of toys that you had uh, believed gone missing over the years, as well as various dresses and shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Also, please pardon And your second favorite wrench that you lost uh, a year or two ago and could never find. (laughs) My second favorite what? Wrench. Oh, sweet! I put it back in its in its holster on the wall of my office. I do apologize, but I I do oh. enjoy seeing things properly organized. Absolutely. Well, um, thank you for uh, thank you for everything, and uh, I guess I'll be donating most of this stuff to charity. Yeah, the kids have outgrown most of it. Although some of the toys they might want back. But <laughs> oh yes, this should be our major concern. <laughs> Please, uh, I come in with this huge backpack on my back. <laughs> Mobile phone. All right. And I come in and hand the binocular and say, "Do you recognize this maker's mark?" I examine the binoculars. Sure, give me a. You can give me a crafting roll since uh, that would is the easier skill to figure out a maker's mark. Okay, uh, good enough. Uh, remember, even a one is a success unless it's something that's being obscured by someone else. Uh, yeah, it's actually quite a common mark. Uh, you know the guy that does this work. He's got a store here in Metapol. All right, there you go. What's his name? Uh, we'll call him Artemis. Hold on a second. Let me get my NPC list here. Okay. It's Artemis Gerald. Fowl. Artemis what? Five. <laughs> Artemis Fowl? No. Bad and, bad and Artemis, Artemis, Artemis Bad and Fowl. Artemis Smythe. Oh, I was just kidding. But okay, we're... <laughs> Uh, he owns his own shop. Uh, he, you know, he's he's a a fair to midland crafter. He doesn't do anything uh, new. He's more well more well known for doing designs that have already been made uh, and for a reasonable price and good quality. But is not very innovative. Shops located in District 4. All right, well, I see no reason uh, not to go see him now since it's business hours. Well, if we wait until after business hours, 
<laughs> It'll be too late. Yes, uh, don't don't be a smartass. I I was just trying to help you along in your thoughts, Miss <laughs> Cerebell. What I mean is we're likely to find him there since it is... The only good thing about all this is that he didn't do it like in the middle of the night, so people are actually awake to, get, to talk to and get information from. Okay, so, and we all, all right. look at Jameis. Or mm -hmm. Gavin. No. Do you perhaps you have a part of a piece of the puzzle? <laughs> uh, yes, I received information that there was uh, a nerve agent that went missing a while ago, a binary nerve agent, and also I received this photo with it. I showed him the photo of the boxing ring and the person. Everybody there can uh, give me either investigation or scholarship roles, either one. Okay, okay. scholarship. I better damn well make this because I've been... Yay! That's, so that's A plus 2 onto a 5. So that's yeah. 6 for me. Holy... I got 6. Wow. Nice. That's two sixes. Uh, I got a 5 for investigation. Nice. <sighs> Essentially, if you come up with anything greater than a one on your roll, uh, you do recognize the area uh, as you have been there recently. It is, in fact, Sully's Gymnasium. Oh, okay. That's all we get. Sully? Yeah. A few uh, cases back, you were involved in a robot boxing match and a couple of prize fighters. Some of us weren't. <laughs> yes. Some of us weren't. Yes. Well, so I guess then. In, in which case, then you might have been in there uh, betting on a boxer at one time or another and recognized it. <laughs> yes. Uh, do we wish to split up and one of us investigate Mr. Tao? I'm sorry, Mr. Schmeide. He sounds like a personally uh, legitimate businessman or Sully's. Well, I. I, I, probably know, I probably know Smythe at least a little bit, since we're both, like, we probably both get, like, parts at the same place, so I'll go ahead and talk to him. Whoever's crinkling in the background, <laughs> mute yourself. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll join you with Smythe, dealing with Smythe. Well, the good thing is, it looks like it's not my place that is going to be blown up or filled with a horrible life-choking poison. Uh, question. Drina, you can do this, probably calculate this quickly. Based off the figures that Gavin gave you and your alchemist, alchemical knowledge and other knowledge, about how big of, how big of an area will that, stuff that amount of stuff cover? I guess, based on... Alchemy would be the skill for this. Oh, a what? Alchemy would be the skill to to figure okay. this out. I'll alchemize. Let's see. Nope. Afraid not. Yep. Uh, so yes, you 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 don't know. You haven't heard of these two gases nor their combined form before. Right. Yeah, 
I'm afraid if I had time, we could do more research. But no time. Let's go. Now, just so I'm right, Bert, the photograph of the boxing gym, that was actually focused on one person in particular, right? It wasn't... Yep, it was focused on someone in the crowd that got a, a very good silhouette of his face. Mm. Mm. And no one recognizes this individual whatsoever? No. Oh. I Wait, I'm, you got a silhouette as in... You've got a side profile. You've got a profile of him on his left side. Um, mm -hmm. He's wearing a monocle. He's got a handlebar mustache. He's wearing a derby. <laughs> a cane. Why do I imagine that this guy probably ties people to train tracks? Too many cartoons as a small child. So who will be coming with me to see? I will. Sally, then? I will go I with will. you to see Sully's. And I? <laughs> Does any yes, of us know how to drive? Yes, of course. Good. What car are you taking? The doctor's? <laughs> the doctor's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't take this blue bus, can I? No, and you can't take any of the other cars because that would just be wrong to the customers. He'll understand. Just remember, if you get a dent, make sure you make it to make a, uh, an appropriate dent on the opposite side also. Or don't, don't, don't dent it. So it sounds like you're splitting into two groups. Uh, so are you going yep. to go check on Smythe and the others are going to um, the boxing area? Yep. Yep. All right. We will do the boxing area first. Um, Sully's. Uh, it's still, you know, not quite noon yet. Um, there are, there is a boxer in the ring right now with. Uh, it looks to be uh, maybe his manager or his trainer. And uh, describe yourself, Richard. Nope, he's dead. <laughs> He had his one chance, that's it, he's gone. Damn mute. <laughs> Take a drink. Uh, you're mute? <laughs> that's awkward. Wow, that's going to be hard over Skype. Uh, ginger hair. Uh, he's got a uh, red nose, which is obviously broken. Uh, he looks slightly out of shape at the moment. Um, basically think uh, Liam Neeson, if he hadn't given up his boxing career and gone acting. So is this the boxer or the manager? This is the boxer. Uh, the manager's a older guy that's got a knit cap on, uh, kind of baggy clothing, and he's you know he's got these big like catcher mitt type things that the boxer's uh, pounding into, and he's like, "All right, give me a left one, a left one. You call that left? Now a right jab, right, right. Do you know not know your right from your left?" I'm uh, Everyone else in the gym is, uh, well, these are the only two people in the gym currently. It is all that Mr. Sully is not here. No. Whoever did that note label? Funny. <laughs> okay, uh, well, I'll go up to the to the two people and say, excuse me, we need to take for you to take a look at a photograph, see if you perhaps recognize someone. 
uh, the manager or, or your trainer there is, uh, is like, all right, hold it, champ, hold it. Takes off his gloves. My, aren't you a big one? I, I look him up and down. I show uh, him. Are you actually dressed in the stereotypical? Oh, yeah. Trench coat, <laughs> trench coat fedora hat, and smoking. <laughs> the world around them seems strangely black and white. Yes. <laughs> you can, and it almost sounds like you hear an interior monologue overlaying everything, and there's a bunch of metaphors yes. going around. Yes. Yes. Let, let's see how good a detective you are. If you can guess my name, um, I'll answer your question for you. I'll give you a clue. Uh, my name is the same as your job. Seamus? Dick. Spot on. Uh, Seamus uh, O'Malley. Oh, Seamus. Okay. Oh, Mr. O'Malley, uh, we have this person here. Do you mind taking a look and see if you recognize him? I show the photograph. Just a question. Are you trying for an accent there, Richard? Because I'm really not sure. <laughs> Very badly, yes. Now you know why I didn't do the German one. I heard oh, your accent. Oh. I couldn't I hear because it kind of broke up a little bit. I think he lives somewhere in my building. Hmm. Do you mind showing us where he lives? Alright, look at the manager. We done for the day? Yeah, I guess so, killer. Remember, you got a match in a week. Yeah, lay off those uh, snack cakes there. Smacks your tummy a little bit. <laughs> I was. Sure. Alright, so... Back. Hey, at least he didn't tell you to lay off the beer. <laughs> you I wouldn't be do it. <laughs> yes. So. All right, and we'll go to the uh, Artemis's and uh, Drina. Who's with you again, Drina? I am. Bishop was coming. Yeah. Okay. Good enough. Uh, Mr. Smythe shop. Uh, there's a few people in browsing about. Um, one of the things that Artemis is known for is that uh, he basically stockpiles goods. I mean, you can find just about anything in his shop if it's you know not too uh, out there. Lots of common devices. Lots of things that uh, people need to build other devices. Uh, once again, he's not incredibly imaginative, but he's a good solid uh, craftsman. How old is uh, Smythe? Uh, Smythe is in his early 40s. Okay. So, is he in his workshop? Uh, well, his, uh, you've got the woman who's kind of running his shop uh, uh, for him is behind the counter. Um, Miss Drina, nice to see you again. Artemis is out back. Uh, yeah, this, uh, thanks very much. This shouldn't be but a minute. I head on back there. Uh, I nod and follow Drina. Mm -hmm. Sure, Artemis has uh, got his leather apron on, and he seems to be, uh, he's got a, 
set of tongs that he's melting uh, some metal in and a cup, and, and you know, it's pretty hot back here. He's got his uh, his anvil uh, in his uh, the fireplace going. It seems to be he's smelting some metals together. He's got oh, a cigar in his mouth while he's doing it. <laughs> How are you feeling these days? Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Delicate part here. He starts pouring the uh, molten metal into a mold. Steps back from it. He takes off uh, these thick uh, goggles. And wipes off his brow and uh, grabs a drinking stein. Walks on over to you guys. Artemis is really short. He's uh, just a hair under five feet tall. Big stereotypical dwarf. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> yep. Wanders over to you, ashes out his cigar. Ah, Monsieur Bauer, what can I do for you? Need some new parts? Got some I new brake shoes in. I will do, actually. Uh, set those aside for me. But first, I need you to tell me about this. And I show the binoculars. Yeah, this is one of mine. Righto. Uh, yeah, I figured. Uh, so, who bought it? Uh... Eh, probably tell you that. They don't sell many of these. Uh, let's go out and talk to Pam. Grab the register. You guys uh, fancy a beer? And he kind of nods his head to the corner where he's got a big cask of beer that's tapped. And <laughs> No, thanks. I'll be driving. Oh, uh, no, no, thanks. I'm on. Uh, no, thanks. Takes you, to, uh, takes you in the front and uh, nods at his helper and says, I need to see the books there. Pulls out a big tome, and uh, he says, You got any idea how long ago? Narrow it down some. Uh, what, the last couple weeks? Maybe last couple days? Looks through his books and says, Oh, yeah, this was, uh, I'm bought a lot of items. Goes through, uh, same guy came in, placed an order. Uh, wow, some really interesting things. Yeah, he a uh, fellow builder. Looks at Rina. Wait, what was his name? Say again. Now he asked if he was a fellow. If he's a fellow builder. Oh. Uh, no, I don't think he's in our line of work. Hmm. Scratches his head. Interesting. Well, he's he, not the builder type, from what I understand. He turns the notebook over to you and uh, shows you two different entries. Uh, they're a couple of days apart. And he apparently came in. Not only did he buy the binoculars, he bought. Uh, uh, several feet of uh, rubber tubing, um, some basically uh, gaffer's tape to uh, you would use it to seal out a drafty window or to make something airtight. Yeah, he bought you know, a couple of uh, uh, switches, uh, electron or electrical switches, uh, just a whole bunch of just you know odd things. Some heavy duty rubber gloves. Pretty, I see. pretty extensive list of uh, of things. So worst worst case scenario, that's that's what you're telling me. Worst case scenario. Uh, yes, it, you, this is very important. Anything that you can remember about this man? What did he have a tattoo? Um, a distinctive mustache, beard, 
any distinctive marks or anything like that? Uh, his left eye was kind of funny. It might have been glass. <laughs> well, that yeah. actually is very helpful. Yeah, uh, maybe mid to late 30s. Pretty good shape. Uh, wore really nice clothes. Paid for everything uh, uh, beforehand in cash. Uh, Bert, looking at the log, is there any type of timing device? Uh, do you have any kind of crafting or repair yourself? No, but I asked Drina. <laughs> Some of the things he bought could be constructed into a timing device. Could they also be constructed into any other type of igni type, like, say, proximity or signal or... Yeah, I'll give you a, a chip for that. Um and you're interpreting through Drina. I'm not making you roll yeah. because this is very basic and you've got a high crafting roll, Drina. But uh, some of it could be used for like a, a, a very poor man's like motion detector. Um, some of it could be used uh, as a timing device. Some of it you just don't understand what the uses would be put to. Um, Artemis also says that, well, he did ask for one other thing. He asked for... Uh, a uh, good chemist in the area said he needed to place an order for a uh, few things. Uh, I directed him across the street. Uh, the name of the chemist? Uh, Johnson's Apothecary. I don't rightly know, John. Thank you. Oh, what other thing? He says before you're you're about to turn away. Uh, he also rent. Uh, yeah, he never returned it. He uh, rented a clothes washer. Yeah, one of those. You know, one of those things. Uh, you crank the handle and it uh, presses out the water in the clothes. Helps them dry faster. Wait, he bought. I rented it. I, I don't really sell these things. It's supposed to have been returned already. Oh, he he rented a clothes dryer. Uh, it, I, I'm not. Uh, Jameis says they're called a mangle. It's basically the old time uh, washing machine where it's got rollers and you uh, you run your clothes through it. It rings out the the water. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Those things are impossible yes. and they don't work. Like the pasta machine style. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. You bought Bobby's. For those listeners, Salvage uh, uh, Abel just wrote, "Ah, he bought Bobby's first bomb making kit for the kids." Yeah, copyright, Metapol. All right, so we go uh, across the street to the chemists because I need an aspirin. All right, sure. Uh, uh, be careful what chemicals you take. Johnson's Apothecary. Um, yeah, it sells. It sells uh, basically your herbal remedies, uh, powders, unguents, all kinds of things to help you sleep, make you feel better, etc. Um, as well as just uh, chemical ingredients as well for the person who likes to experiment. The <laughs> young shopkeeper behind uh, the counter as you come in. And he seems to be, uh, he's got a balance in front of him. He's wearing, he's weighing out a, a fine white powder and he's taking 
uh, a little bit off the scale and putting them into a like little wax paper uh, wrapper, and he's wrapping them up and putting them in a box as you come in. Right. When now at a at a point when he's not in the middle of measuring out the perfectly legal cocaine <laughs> in this time period, uh, I ask him uh, a what's good for headaches and b uh, where's the uh, where's his boss. Oh, uh, headache powders. I uh, got them on the shelf right over here. Uh, he kind of mentions you to a shelf of medicinal uh, powders. Um, he said, yeah, third uh, third shelf there. A whole different lot of them. I like the uh, goodies brand myself. Uh, my boss is out for the day, but uh, what can I do for you? I might be able to help. You looking to place an order, uh, get a prescription fulfilled? Okay. Um... No, actually, it's it's just actually a lot less easy. Were you here a few days ago, like when the afternoon that Mister X came to buy? Oh yeah, I work most stuff. days, uh, Monday through Friday. Okay. What'd you say? And the guy says he works Monday through Friday most days. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, this this might be odd. This gentleman. Um, he was a smooth talker. He's well dressed man. Uh, probably paid free cash. Um, might have a might have an injury to his left eye. Does that ring any bells? Uh, you know what he bought? Let's see. I can't. I can't tell him. Uh. Well, I, I described the, let's see, well, what else do you need? Uh, well, during the struggles, I can, yeah. I kind of lean forward and go, it's kind of important if this guy rings a memory. It's important for an invest an investigation of ours. He's wanted for questioning, and I flash my guild badge. Oh, uh, well, uh, what day do you say Pulls out his register. And it's like uh, we had uh, we had five customers that day. Um, he kind of turns the book around and shows you. Uh, I don't rightly remember the person, but these are the five orders that were placed that day. I looked to Drina. Any of these jump out at you? Oh so, yeah, I looked down the list. Give me an alchemy roll. Do well. Spend chips. I will. Okay. Go. Nice. Four. Ooh, oh, nice. Good. Uh, yes, one of the orders looks like it would make a mid-grade explosive. Uh, stable and shapeable. Think like a uh, plastic explosive. But it's not in a large quantity, not large enough to blow up like, you know, a city block or anything. But large enough to help spread some something. So, wait, uh, how how big a blast are we talking? Yeah, you know, it'd blow up a room, maybe. Right. So, well, that's better in some ways and worse than others. Okay. Um, right, I thank the young man for his time. 
I just uh, make a note. I copy down the information for the five orders that day, mm -hmm. and I think we are moving out of here. Unless you want that headache powder? <laughs> he yells at I you. Do I do buy the headache powder. And I also say thank you. Thank you for your time. Right. I buy a uh, a like a to-go cup of of tea. Uh huh. <laughs> on the way back. So we're we're wheeling through traffic, <laughs> squealing past red I'm lights. I'm holding, yeah. holding, uh, holding the edges of the car. Your backpack. Your huge backpack. Sorry, your huge backpack starts ringing loudly in the car. I answer my huge backpack. <laughs> Pull the receiver off the end. It's Blair. We got the bomb squad over here, uh, ready to deploy when you can tell me where. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Thank you. We're doing some invest. We're doing the legwork, trying to find. If you got uh, trying to find out any information we can, I kind of put my hand over the phone and go, "It's Blair. The bomb squad is ready to deploy whenever we're ready." Excellent. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I start pointing wildly, like driving with the one hand on the wheel. Uh, I realize uh, you see like the level of tea in the glass like sort of shift with the with the centrifugal force of the turns. Mm -hmm. uh, so this well, this is good and bad news. The good news is it's not some horrific nerve agent which will cause a pain which will take like two minutes to painfully kill hundreds of people. Uh, the, the bad news is this thing is probably fairly small and it's going to be hard to find and see if your guy is as good and as malicious as you say that he is it means that he chose some target somebody that's important to us uh somebody specific or some very specific place you sure about that i don't know anything about explosives but couldn't the charge be used to as a primary spreading force or something? That's possible. Uh, actually, while I still have them on the line... <laughs> Wait, I don't know if this is a secure line. <laughs> so I won't say that. Uh, I say, uh... Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, say... Thank you. We'll get back to you as soon as we can, as soon as we get some additional information. Mm -hmm. Bye. As soon as you Bye. hang up, uh, your backpack starts ringing again. I answer it. You hear somebody kind of kind of tittering a little, a little just kind of low in the background, and then louder he says, tick-tock, tick-tock. That's right. Oh, I, I go, uh, apparently uh, he got my number, which means uh, actually, I call back Blair and say, can you actually trace calls on these things? I uh, can give it a shot. Why? I just got a call from our, from our perpetrator a couple of seconds ago, right after I hung up with you. I'll get the guys on it. Thank you. I hang up again. <laughs> right. When he hangs up, um... Uh, we pull up outside the building where Ada is is secreted away. Though obviously it's not very secret, 
since Constantine knows about her. All right. Meanwhile, uh, you guys have gone to uh, the tenement. Uh, it's in a lower uh, class neighborhood. Uh, the building is uh, it's in good repair, but it's dirty. Uh, the outside has several kind of ragged looking kids and even adults kind of just hanging around, uh, the stoop. Uh, it's a fairly tall building. It looks like it has, uh, 14, 15 floors. Uh, one thing, gentlemen, before we go in, this, have you, um, Mr. O'Malley, have you seen him looking like this all the time? What do you mean? Have you only seen him occasionally, or have you often seen him around the building? I believe he lives on the same floor as me. I... Uh, you asking if he shaves or wears different clothes? I'm wondering if he wears... The moustache and the derby and the monocle are very obvious. I'm just not sure how... How much he really uses them. He's only a neighbour. I've only seen him a few times. He uses the yes. cane and wears a derby, but a monocle? Sometimes, sometimes not. I mean. Perhaps we should keep an eye for someone who, if they put on a monocle and a moustache, would look like him as well as him directly. Um, this is a tenement. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of it's a, a apartment complex, many floors. I I stop him. I stop Martel before he tries to open the door. Please remember that uh, he is trained with explosives, and if this is who we seek, then I do not think we should enter recklessly. I uh, what? I don't say that in front of. Richard, obviously, I'd say this in Gavin's ear. Clear wasn't listening. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we go in? Uh, re real quick, with with that, a monocle and a cane and a nice suit, would that be? Is this the proper neighborhood for that? Uh, those clothes would be you, you know, looking around. That'd be quite fancy for this area. <laughs> is there also is there a fire escape you can run outside of while we're knocking on this door? <laughs> uh, <laughs> fire codes are not quite uh, what you would think, but uh, there are some. The fire escape is the window. After that, it's beyond the building's concern. <laughs> <laughs> some of the. <laughs> Some of the floors do have balconies, but not every floor does, and not every apartment does. Uh, should we leave someone here on the ground? Um. <laughs> How many stairs up and down are there? Sets of stairs. Ah, uh, the the building Four is floors. fifteen floors, um, and it's oh. yeah, it's uh, two sets of uh, stairs between each floor. Um, Mr. But it does Dick. have three elevators. Uh, it's got one service elevator that's kind of large, and then two uh, resident elevators. They, they never work. 
Mr. Gaben, uh, given you're the one who knows how to drive a car in case he happens to slip the noose, so to speak, do you mind being downstairs too? If you find anything that you need more help with, I'm sure you can come and get me. I'm sure we can. Um... Gentlemen, I'm sorry, officer. I don't know what happened. There was a big explosion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up the stairs we go. So, why are you looking for him? Oh, just because we're we're guild representatives, and he's wanted for a case. Yes, mm. a case. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, you trudge trudge up. Uh, you know, 28 flights of stairs. <laughs> Ugh, I gotta quit smoking. Well, what, you... what? No elevators? Uh, there are no, elevators. They don't work. <laughs> oh. They don't uh, always I'm flight of stairs ahead of the, the detective and saying, you really ought to do some exercise, you know? I get enough exercise. <laughs> What's your entrance rating, guys? Sorry, but when I asked you how many sets of stairs there were, I didn't mean flights. Ah. I, I meant, uh, is there more than one set of stairs up? Oh, Can I did. No, no. Come up the left while we're going up the right. No, there's there's only one one stairwell. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's Three that's elevators. Uh, one of them is like a service elevator. Two are uh, for regular use of people that live there, and they work on and off. Sometimes they work. Sometimes they don't. I always take the stairs. <laughs> Got to get in training. It's training, yeah. <laughs> Why do I imagine Richard's doing the jogging thing up the stairs, <laughs> mm. and there's just music playing in the background? <laughs> Cue the rock nice soundtrack. Rock yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. Do, do you want to knock, Mister John, while I stand away from the door? <clears throat> Wait, is, is everyone he here dangerous? Now? Uh, possibly. Please stand over here. You can punch someone in the face, right? I think that's that's what he does. Do it for a living. Sounds great. Uh, Abel, we're still present too. We're currently at the apartment of Monocle Guy. Okay. Uh, Let's first make sure there is no obvious sign of uh, booby trapping, I think it is called. So, so I'm peeking uh, underneath. Give me, the... give me either a burglary or an investigation roll, either one. Investigation it is. And it is Why would somebody a... take like a, a large three. bird and and trap it? <laughs> yes, the one with blue feet. It um, attracts a mate by flapping fish around, I believe. Anyway, I've got plus three on investigation. Uh, is the detective involving in getting himself involved? Oh no, you're not examining the door. Right. I'm, I'm going to examine you, and if you blow up, <laughs> then clearly the door was booby trapped. So what did you end up with? I got a three. Okay, uh, well, without opening the door and just kind of examining it, uh, the only odd thing you notice is it looks like. The bottom edge of the door, since 
the craftsmanship here is okay, but not great. Uh, you can tell most of the other doors have a little gap underneath the door, a good you know quarter to half an inch. Uh, this seems looks like on the inside of the room, the door has been sealed with something so that the gap isn't there, or the gap has been covered up. Uh, perhaps we should find some alternative method of entering. He has left something nasty on the other side, I believe. Well, we can always knock. If you knock, then I shall be down the corridor. You, you can. I shall observe with interest. You can get from one apartment to another. There are uh, uh, balconies outside. If you get your key, you can go in one room out the other. Okay. Like, uh, I don't suppose you have a room here that we could uh, borrow for a second? Yes, he's got uh, the room next here. door. Would <laughs> <laughs> uh, it be alright if we entered your neighbor's room through the balcony window? With your consent. C- can I see some identification to uh, prove that you're I... guild members or something? I show him uh, my guild badge. And you? Uh, sure. I He's take, a freelance agent. I take out my cigarettes and my flask. <laughs> keep patting myself. I f- finally find my wallet and show him my guild ID. Sure. Okay, come in. Um, I'll be waiting out front here. Yeah. Ignore the empties then. <laughs> So, I which... let them in and show them to the balcony. Or show him to the balcony. Sure. Uh, from your balcony, uh, your neighbor, who's the person in question here, also has a balcony. There's a good uh, stretch between the two, about maybe uh, eight feet. Um, and you can see the, <laughs> glass, you can see the glass on uh, his side. Um, and... Uh, Give me, well, I'll use a, give me an investigation roll. Damn, will better work. I have got some athletics. Uh, oh, damn, it's so hard to make out where mine are. Uh, that's uh, plus four at the moment. Uh, yeah, I'll stick with that. I'll save mine for an athletics roll to jump over. <laughs> And you got a positive, John? Uh, yes, I got a plus four. Okay. Uh, the curtains are drawn so that you can see into the room, uh, but you do notice that all around the window, the the, the glass door, it's been uh, it's been taped as yeah, if to seal the door. And you see two large tanks, like just kind of butted up uh, a few feet into the room. One is a kind of a bright orange tank. The other one's yellow. And there's kind of some contraption built over it. Uh, uh, it's got a couple of blinking lights. Uh, Mr. Marlowe, uh, I believe we may have found our um, little toy. Oh, good. Uh, let's give uh, Miss Blair a call up. and. I think it... Uh... He may be listening in. We do know that he is good at tapping into both hands. Yes, well, you know, 
that's a very good point. Uh, let's give let's get the other guy up here. Actually, Bert, can I just check what time is it by this point? It is twelve o'clock. Oh, fine then. I I send the boxer downstairs to grab uh, Gaben because I don't want to, to go down the stairs again. Let's get this going. <laughs> Come on. Would you mind leaving my room then? Nope. I uh, won't. Um, of course, although I would ask that you... You know what? To be frank, off. I'll go downstairs. You two stay up here. I uh, I run. <laughs> You'll <laughs> use the stairs again? Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, could you... Uh, roll. <laughs> <laughs> it's down the trip. stairs, man. Down. Should be you different. are a chain smoker. That's a good point. Uh, I hope he doesn't... Oh, oh good. I thought that was bad there for a second. Uh, two. Okay, uh, yeah, I mean, you make it in good time. You're incredibly out of breath. Uh, <laughs> you feel like your heart's about to explode when you get to the ground floor. Um, hey, guy. <coughs> Do you have any whiskey? <laughs> Never mind. I'll use Who my old stash. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm upstairs still talking to him. I haven't ran. <laughs> I think he's talking to Gavin. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know that package that we were searching for? A spy. Or, I'm sorry, trusted government agent. Jameis? I think you're muted. No, I was muted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh... I think that package that we were searching for, we found it. Oh, good. I guess. Um, do you know how to disarm? I'm sorry, to take care of packages? Because I do not. <laughs> um, I prefer not to. Okay, well, the package is, uh, we believe it's up the stairs. Um, if you would follow me, because... I don't know how to disarm packages. Uh, you've had a good look at it? Uh, a alright look. We can't, you know. I assume you at some point. Um, is there a building opposite where we, we could get a direct look into the apartment without trying to lean out over a balcony? Um, sure. Uh, it, it's a little bit shorter, uh, but it uh, is close enough that uh, if you got uh, some binoculars or a scope, uh, it would give you a really good look. But do we, we want to call the gang in? Uh, well, the we other... don't actually. We can we can test to see if there are traces of package contents in the air to see if it is actually our package or not. I don't have that equipment on me. That's where we call the others in. Right, but as soon as we do that, I would prefer to be in the other building when we did that. <laughs> we've still got to call in and get people over here and there. We've got a bit of time. Yo, yeah, we have time. I just would not prefer to be in the building yeah, with the package. But day? Oh, lunchtime. Yeah. Uh, we could knock off for lunch and uh, give them a call. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sandwich stop right down the street, and you and me, we could have a nice fine lunch and not be in the building with the package. 
Uh, PCs. <laughs> You're low You're able. There's hey. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. PCs uh, making fun of, making light of serious situations everywhere. Yeah. Yes. Do we know this is not another one of these fake bombs? Oh no. Are you there? Are you, oh, you guys had just turned yeah. to the uh, warehouse where Ada is kept. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that... Okay. No, no, no we haven't know. gotten there. We just got there. Oh, cool, Mr. Aaron. Little no. Okay, we can do that at the sandwich shop, right? Yeah, I'm not seeing a telephone here we can use. So. Okay. We have, we head over to the nearest sandwich shop and give them a call. From All right. Not <laughs> this building. Uh, so you call Miss Blair or do you call Ada... Miss Blair. Blair? Okay. Uh, sure, Blair. He's like, Blair, go. Hey, this is Gavin Marshall. Gavin, you got a location for us? Uh, we have some <laughs> evidence or something of the package of interest, but uh, we haven't yet confirmed it that I'm aware of. We just have a likely location. You want me to send the squad like there? We can put them in. We can send them over in an unmarked van. Try and uh, minimize the. Yeah, if we just keep it discreet for the moment and confirm that it is what we want. Right. That would probably be the best at this point. We do have a few hours spare that we're aware of. Oh, and also, Informer, we have two of our people right next door. <laughs> and we have yes, two associates uh, there keeping an eye on matters. All right, uh, give me the address, and I'll. Contact. Yeah, bypass yeah. over the address. Yep. Get the exact room numbers out of okay. Raymond. Right. Uh, I will give I will give the numbers in between giggling hysterically. <laughs> <laughs> you are an evil man, sir. You are an evil man. And I shall not be writing a Christmas card to you this year. All right. Uh, Gina and uh, Bishop. Uh, Bishop, your backpack phone rings again as you pull into the warehouse where Ada is kept. I answered and go, Bishop. This is Blair. It looks like uh, your other companion's got a possible location. This is the address. I'm sending the bomb mm -hmm. spot out there now. Okay. Uh, I uh, Thank you. I tell Drina everything and hang up. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just... Wait, they didn't tell me about the sandwich shop, right? No. Okay. Because that, no. that would really make me angry. Oh, yes, it would make me angry. <laughs> but I don't know about that, so... <laughs> no, we don't know about that yet. Let's They've rescue a, Ada. They have a wonderful pastrami and rye in that sandwich shop and great atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to bring one back for Jonathan. For, for Jonathan's case. <laughs> Let's go save Ada. We get there, and I also paranoiacally uh, check out the door. I paranoiacally check out the door also, since she's checking out the door. This is Ada's door? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, clearing <laughs> dice first. Okay. A one on burglary. So what are you trying to do? Check for booby traps on our door to go find check out Ada. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, 
I got a uh, either a two in, either got a two in investigation or a one in burglary, whichever is better. All right, uh, yeah, it looks to be how you guys left it. It's got a, a a very good padlock on it. Doesn't look to be anything's been disturbed since last time you were here. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I guess we open it. And we go, and I guess we're going to check it out. I make sure to draw my taser just paranoically. Okay. Uh, yeah, Ada's the machine's still there, plugging away. He probably just accessed it from a distance using uh, using our recorded voices since it is based off recording. He probably doesn't know the exact location and where where it's based until now. Possibly now. Right. Let's see. So I examine Ada. I just want to see, has she been tampered with? Give me a crafting roll. Sure. Uh, no, it doesn't look like she's been tampered with at all. All right, that's something. Okay, let's want to go head out to the address now. Oh, oh hold on. Um, so I just, I just check. Uh, has Constantine, in fact, added his himself to the, uh, to, I guess, to the control protocols? Uh, no, but it looks like he did gain access to it by using uh, Bishop's voice. Ah, okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, then I'm I'm going to have to make a uh, like some some long password chain. Something you know, that's uh, you're going to need to type it. We're basically going to need to come up with a specific code phrase that would literally never be said outside of this. Yes, exactly. It's got to be one of the... The owl hoots at midnight on Tuesdays. The cage whale knows nothing of the mighty deeps. <laughs> yes, it's got to be something <laughs> that... Yes, it's got to be something that will never appear in normal conversation. That only exists Oh, God. Uh, by the way, Bert, I, I don't know if Raymond's doing this, but I tend to buy a sandwich and then go back to the car to wait for him to turn up. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll follow. I'll follow him. Possibly. And the, the car's right in front of the building. <laughs> possibly the best sandwich you've ever had. <laughs> oh, yeah, but we're in the car, so yes. when we. <laughs> well, I've eaten at Rick's Cafe, so. Mm. <laughs> Uh, Drina and Bishop, are you doing anything else at that location while you're there now, or are you heading towards the? Yeah. Um, so I relock it. I, right. I change the the password. Okay. And I make sure I will tell everyone when I meet them that it has changed. That also, we're I... actually using a password now instead of just voice recognition. Yes, just voice recognition is not enough. Yes. Um, and I leave a message for Constantine saying, listen, you buddy, I swear to, I swear to God, 
when I find you. I'm going to rip your balls off. Seriously. I'm going to disembowel you and choke you with your own intestines. Oh, oh just, just hold on. Hold on. I'm coming. <laughs> Stop. Uh, I kind of start okay, stepping away and head towards the car. <laughs> and I think, man, she's worse on him than I am on Harris. <laughs> And okay. then I think, and I, and then as we drive, I look, as she drives crazily, I'm kind of leaning on my arm, looking out the window going, I wonder what Harris is doing right now. <laughs> I'm going to have you guys arrive at uh, the tenement at the, about the same time that a, uh, uh, a white, uh, nondescript van <laughs> pulls up to the uh, docking area uh, behind the We got government plates. <laughs> Yeah. Five guys that are wearing uh, pretty thick armor and have uh, these uh, kind of baffled. They're, they're shields, but they look like they've got some kind of uh, thick cloth wrapped around the front. And they kind of hop, hop, hop out of the back of the, the van uh, going to the tent. They do have gas masks, right? Yes, yep. They brought extras, uh, right? <laughs> so I tend to go with them so I, I can pick up our two people in the flat next door and get them out of the way. Right. And uh, Drina and Bishop, you kind of uh, roll up about the same time. and uh, you... I go up with them and grab a gra- gas mask. <laughs> sure, they hand you one, show you how to use it real quick. Uh, and this, you guys noticed the doctor's car there, which I believe is what uh, the other group took. Uh, yep. yep. So, there you are. I wonder what he's really doing. Yeah, I, I go over by the car. They, uh, uh, I kind of wave to them and point to the building opposite and point up. Mm-hmm. And I wait to see if they get out of the car. If they don't, I go jog over it. No, I went with the. Specifically, I went with the guys that are going upstairs. So I can get out two guys and get them out of the way. It's hard. Uh, it's hard uh, to smoke I, inside of a gas mask. I take off the gas mask for a second and go. Go check out the roof of the building across the way. He may be up there watching, so go do it. Uh, you you can feel free to do it. <laughs> yes, by yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, I, okay. can, I will help you. Okay, let's go. And I basically tell Drina, I say, Drina, I'm going to the building opposite. Check it out. Make sure he's not up there like he was. Like he, he has the tendency to be on the roof. Let's go. I look up at first, by the way, from the ground to see if I happen to see any glints or anything like that of anything suspicious. <laughs> you see the three red dots on your chest. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I calmly walk away. Oh, he's up there. He's up there weaving at you. What's up, man? Then me. You raise the drink. Yep. Okay. Who's going to the opposite building? The one across the street. I guess me and Marcus. Okay, and uh, everyone else is going up to the 14th floor of the Target building? I'm not sure about that. I don't know who Drainer is. Okay. I think. Well, the, the force of the... I, uh, I will be. The, uh, the, the bomb disposal people uh, actually go and check the freight elevator, and it's working, so they all pile onto the freight elevator. <laughs> Wait, it's working again. It's going to be cut. They're going to die horribly. 
Uh, if only you were there. You are there, though. No, I'm not. No, no, he's, no, he's not. No. Drina, are you going? Are you going with them, Drina, or? Yeah, did, I guess yeah. what I said was lost. Uh, yes, I am going with them. Sure. Okay. There's a. It's a freight elevator. So there's plenty of room. Uh, they've got some yep. gear that they're taking with them as well, and they hand you a gas mask and a vest. Awesome. When it falls, jump at the last possible moment. <laughs> hey, Midbus has already proved that fall. On the 14th floor, the elevator dings, and the guys hop, hop, hop out. Uh, a couple of guys check the hallway to make sure everything's clear. I'm going to the apartment next door where our guys are. Let them know. We're, we're out of my apartment. We're huh. standing around. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We're Wait talking about boxing tips. <laughs> hmm. Which room, guys? Uh, the leader of uh, the um squad says. <laughs> if you'll, um, uh, they have sealed the door. It is this room. I believe the door itself has been turned into a trigger mechanism. Same with the ones on the balcony opposite. If you look out this balcony, then you can see the device or well, the well, dump. Well, I'm sorry. Um, yes, it would be safest if you uh, went down to the ground floor. I'm sure that. Uh, we can discuss matters there. Uh, one of the bomb disposal guys pulls off a backpack. It's got a, it's got a wand on it. It looks like a, like a chemical sprayer, like a bug sprayer end. Uh, mm -hmm. And he starts waving it around the edge of the door. Um, some lights go off in his backpack, and he says, "Well, looks like we got uh, an explosive right on the other side of this door." Well. Um, Perhaps we should retire down to the ground level and let these fine gentlemen get on with their work. Yes, uh, as I said, you can see the device from the neighboring balconies. Uh, as for that, I leave you experts to this. <laughs> they uh, start... Uh... Um, are you yes. going to try and bash through my wall into his place or something? I don't want any mess in my apartment. Uh, no, sir. We just need to find out uh, what we're dealing with. We're just going to probe first. Uh, they they seem to be setting up uh, the shields in like a little uh, like a, a half circle around the door that they're working on, and some of the guys are kind of ducked down behind it with the one guy working at the door. One of them does uh, go into your uh, your apartment to use the balcony, and he's got a set of uh, field glasses and starts looking through it, and uh, he pulls. He calls out to the guys and says, hey, looks like uh, whatever's on those tanks is tapping uh, electrical power. What do you think about shutting down the power of the building? Could that not in itself be a trigger mechanism? I'm trying to... It's possible. I, in case you have not been informed, we are dealing with someone who should be considered uh, devious. Uh, as in a definition of how to be devious. Um, seeing as you are not doing it, I shall take the liberty and see if I can evacuate this floor. <laughs> that is what I'm actually going to set out to do. I'm going to start trying to use the badge to shepherd people down the stairs. <laughs> He's knocking on the door saying, get out! No, no, not that. Not, not just this I floor. Have... I mean, you said oh, yes. like bomb. Why not all? If you would care to assist me, I'm sure that you can get some sort of authorization from one of these and men. And there goes the panic. No, no, we're not doing it like there is a bomb. <laughs> so, 
if I spent all this stuff into empathy and how to talk to people, then I'm definitely using it. <laughs> uh, there's quite a few. Are, are you just doing this yourself? Anyone want to give you a hand there? Um, I, I, it's my tenement. Yeah, so there you go. Know you you know people the people. There, so I can say, yeah, we should move out. There's, I don't know, something going on there. <laughs> something. Right, well, you guys uh, give me a couple of uh, rolls there. You can use uh, Intimidate. You can use uh, uh, whatever social yeah. or however you want to do it. Oh, no. To, uh, well, I've got um, Empathy, which counts as um, Intimidate because of my stunt. So uh, that's a minus two. That's plus one. And then I'm spending another one to use Courtly Manor. So that's a plus three. I was also, I was doing rapport, and I got, I was going to tap my aspect as well. I know everyone, and everyone knows me. Oh. <laughs> uh, that, work, that works well. Uh, Jonathan, unfortunately, Courtly Manor is going to work against you at this point. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Your neighbor, Seamus, there's, there's this guy here, uh, Trying to persuade them to leave their house, so you look. You know, your neighbor uh, looks over and says, "What's this then? Who brought these peacocks over here, Seamus? What's going on?" I've also got what um, uh, not calling uh, kind and careful, if you prefer that. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with these guys. They just want us out of it for a while. Hmm. But since he mentioned it, perhaps you should drill a hole through the wall to have a look inside the other guy's apartment. <laughs> uh, yeah, good roll. So you're able, you guys are able to clear the floor. Uh, most of your uh, buddies here, Seamus, are like, "Yeah, why don't you meet us down at the bar and have a pint afterwards? Tell us what's going on." If I knew anything, I'd tell you. But a pint, yeah. There we go. So yeah, clear them out. Right, and uh, across the street, uh, you guys were going to the rooftop? Yep. Okay. Uh, sure. Uh, the door to the rooftop is already open. It actually looks like the lock had been broken long ago. I draw my taser out of habit and protection. Mm -hmm. I uh, finger a three, two, one, and I... Go in. Go. You burst upon the uh, malevolent scene of a couple of bums warming themselves over a fire that they've started <laughs> in a big uh, empty uh, garbage can. Uh, you stick their hands up in the air when you're brandishing your taser. <laughs> uh, I, I, once I see that none of them's there, no one's there, I kind of look them, look them over. Maddie, <laughs> uh, look ill-fed. They're trying to keep themselves warm over this uh, trash fire. Any damage? Any one of them look like they have a damaged left eye? Uh, no, no, no. They look normal. Okay, I, uh, I put the taser away and say, uh, "I'm uh, sorry about that." Uh, have you seen a guy kind of fitting this description? I give him a description. You know, I kind of give him description up here recently. Uh, one of them scratches his scraggly beard and says, well, memory's not so good. Uh, you give him what? I give him five cigarettes. <laughs> I give him <laughs> both five cigarettes. <laughs> that helps. That helps some. Uh, 
and I light my newest one up. <laughs> it's like, see, you're looking for a guy. Uh, what's he look like again? I give him the description again. Kind of hoity Left. hoity for this area. Uh, no, the one with the eye. Yeah, yeah the, the eye. Yep. Uh, and the, one of them is a, a younger, uh, younger lady and says, uh, Hey, now, didn't we have somebody uh, come through here and mess up our stuff a few days ago? I didn't rather get a look at the person, though. It's like, yeah, she says. Uh, she takes another cigarette. Says, uh, a couple of days ago, some guy, uh, some guy with a uh, right nice-looking walking stick was up through here poking around. Uh, had some of them, uh, them spy glasses. He was uh, looking across the street. Mm-hmm. Shorter fellow, though, didn't notice anything odd with his eyes. Hmm. Thank you. Uh, can you uh, give... Uh, what could you tell about him? Other, was that all you saw of him? And... Is that kind of all you saw of him? Was that the best you saw? Was that he used a walking stick and kind of messed with your stuff? Did he do anything specific with your stuff or just looked? Ah, he apologized for... Uh, for messing up my my bedding over there he gave me a gave me a few dollars for my troubles he did what yeah gave me some money uh, I didn't hear the first part what did he do for the money oh he, uh, she said that he the guy apo- apologized for messing up her uh, place where she slept it was mm-hmm. apparently in the way of him looking across the to the mm-hmm. building and uh, gave her some money hmm Thank you for your time. And I uh, give them each a few bucks. <laughs> they, and I, uh, yep. I kind of you, you do have a, a pretty good view of the balcony where you. I mean, you can see some. Uh, you can see some of the bomb squad guys kind of peering over to the balcony across from them. Um, this is a pretty good uh, vantage point to that room. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna sit here and watch. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you get several flags out. <laughs> the bums uh, pull over a couple of crates for you to sit on. Yeah, uh, I pass like out cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, I pass them out some cigarettes to keep, so they keep me company. Uh, I head down the stairs and go, fine, watch the show from here, but I'm going to go do business. I wave by. All I right. go down the stairs. Uh, meanwhile, at the the uh, couple of rooms, they're debating on whether or not they should cut the power uh, to the bedroom next door. I explained to them with my brief knowledge of uh, Constantine and my encyclopedic knowledge of various dangerous situations why that is not such a good idea and that they should disturb as little as possible if it means they can get the device. How do you suppose we get to the device? Last cutters go through the balcony window. Yeah, uh, he. Are, are you out there with them, Gavin? As they're discussing this. Yeah, why not? Well, I'm, I'm up there. Right. Uh, he hands you his spy glasses and says, "Here, take a look around the window." He hands them <laughs> over to you. All right. I'll All right. Look around the and, window. Uh, he kind of directs you. He says, "See those uh, suction cups around the glass on the bottom there? 
little gadget attached to it. I'm betting that those are a tremble switch. If uh, any vibrations on that window might cause it to go off early. Can you sit anything the through the floor and ceiling and walls rigged as well? Possibly. How smart is this guy? And what kind of access to uh, gear did he have? Consider him unlimited access to things which no sane man would handle. <laughs> he managed to get a hold of that. <laughs> Just point out the gas tanks. Mm. <laughs> you know what are in those tanks, guys? Uh, a chemical uh, device. A binary chemical that would not go well mixed. It shouldn't be explosive, but it will be harmful to people. Hmm. So the explosive might be just around the door to uh, foil entry into the room. Hmm. Wait, uh, I have no idea. Uh, would, it, uh, would it be possible to get a puncture into one of the tanks and allow it to dissipate and then we just have to worry about the other one? Uh, possibly, but uh, we need to get into the room to do that. Uh, we don't have someone who could put a armor-piercing round or something. A marksman. Not like could... these sort of places have large ventilation shafts you can crawl through or anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, um, looking in the room you're in now, if he, uh, if his layout is the same as yours, there is actually a fairly large air duct um, in like the master bedroom or main bedroom. Uh, a small <laughs> enough guy to fit into. That yeah, is going to be trapped as well. <laughs> this is a small guy here, yes. <laughs> or maybe, or possibly a woman. <laughs> Sorry, no, I remember the podcast in which the last time Venus tried to sneak through a duct. <laughs> well, that was she was trying to sneak. It wasn't like... <laughs> Although stealthy would probably be better than not stealthy. <laughs> right. I was uh, my name in vain. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, if we can get me up there, I'll go have a look. I'm just trying to think. Is there some kind of gadget I could come up with that would help with all of this right now? A jamming uh, device? EMP? Um, yeah, sorry. Um, I'm guessing you are going blah and telling us what you found about what he bought. Yes. And in which case, if he has the wherewithal to build a remote device and a method of preventing him remote detonating, and betting he is watching from somewhere. From your parts list, uh, you when you're looking to see if there was a timer involved in it, uh, it looks like it would be, from the, the list you've got, it would be a mechanical timer. So five o'clock, we go off then. I uh, I thought you said you'd um, found that he'd purchased parts to build a remote signaling device as well. Oh, did I miss here? I thought you said they'd found um, that he had the bits for that as well. Not a remote, just for a proximity is what Bert said. Yeah, I believe. proximity, a motion detector sort of thing. Oh, so right. that would probably I arrive hearing this question and go, <laughs> what's the situation? We're about to send the boxer through the evening. <laughs> what boxer? Oh, yeah. Wait, what boxer? 
I don't know, where is Seamus at the moment? We're very irate. Uh, oh. Just downstairs. Uh, Down getting a paint? <laughs> yeah. Nobody wanted him for anything, so he's wandered off. <sighs> if I see him wandering out, I call to him to come upstairs to, uh, with me. Uh, also... Our detective friend decided to stay, and I put do air quotes. Watch the show from across the top of the other building. There was uh, a man had been up there. Blah on what I found out. I shall have words with him then, as I do not think I will be giving him a bonus for his commission. Yeah, I believe. Uh, uh, protecting client was part of our agreement. So, not so much for his nominal fee. So, so are we going to attempt the event or not? Well, it is up to you, Mr. Marshall. I think you are the only I'm one. I'm willing to attempt it. it. I'm just getting uh, The leader uh, of the bomb squad says, well, uh, normal, normal procedures would be to cut the power um, and then to either go through a wall, he taps a wall, uh, or through the floor. A question for you first off is, how sensitive is the window trembler triggers? Would they detect if you messed with a wall? Eh, hard to tell from just looking at it out here. Couldn't exactly. we get like a bridge across or something so you could get a closer look? Yeah, no. Uh, they get some grapples out and some uh, and uh, several rope, and uh, you know they grapple across and put down some boards. They make a nice little uh, bridge across. Uh, I look at my watch. What time is it approximately? One o'clock. <sighs> yeah, we, we've got time to investigate other options and just budging in right this minute, which is. Yeah, we also aren't sure if this is the actual spot. This is most likely, but this. Could Do they look just... like the tanks that I had pictures of? They do, although since you got sepia tone photographs, the colors, you know, you don't yeah. know, but the tanks look right. Yeah. Well, I've also be, which should be somewhat used to this color looks vaguely this color in sepia tone. So, obviously, because I'm they're both black in the picture, and the ones you got one white and one black, or the one light color, one dark color on the actual tanks, you can tell, oh, I don't think it's them. <laughs> <laughs> so that they match the. They're not incompatible with the picture. Oh, no. The, the tanks look the same. Right, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. So, yes, since we have time and we... The event is at least an option at the moment, while we still have it. Get a better idea of what's inside. Yeah, since we've got a bridge across to get a better view, as long as we don't touch the glass. Uh, good luck, Mr. Marshall. Uh, before you go into the air vent, I'd, you know, I'd like to look through the glass to make sure that they don't see any wires or anything like that heading towards the master bedroom. Um, do you still have your m mobile phone? It's yeah, so I'm carrying it right here. Uh, okay. But uh, I think we should leave it in case our uh, perpetrator wishes to pay us another call. So, yeah, I'm going to be uh, 
well, make sure that we can hear it if it starts ringing again. Uh, I'm not going across the way. I'm staying with the backpack on this side. All right. Couple I'm guys, not a bomb uh, expert. A couple of guys go to the balcony on the other edge and uh, drop off onto the the balcony after making, you know, they look at it really closely before they step off onto it and then start uh, looking through the windows. And uh, the guy looking through the windows kind of reporting back. He says, uh, there's tape around the doors and the windows. Looks like it's sealed up real tight. Uh, something on the tanks here is drawing broadcast electricity. There's what looks to be a battery on the ground. Uh, blinking lights on the device. Can you see the master bedroom? Yeah. Or the, or the front door, for that matter. <laughs> can you yep. have a look around the vent? From, can you see anything attached to them? Uh, he kind of kneels down so he can give a better look up at the ceiling. Uh, master bedroom's open. Vent looks clear. It's right above the bed. Hmm. Anything on the bed? No, bed's made. Oh, what about the door? Front door. Uh, plastic around. explosive around the bottom? Yeah, there's tape around all the, the whole door. Looks like it's sealed off. Uh, there's some kind of square box on either side of the door frame. Some wires coming out of it. That would be a an explosive. I hate to do this to you, Miss Marshall, but I do think that uh, the vent looks like the only clear option. Although I do hope you will be extra cautious. It would be sad to lose a colleague this day. Uh, don't worry, he's a professional. He knows what he's doing. I tap him on the shoulder and say, good luck, I'll be behind the shields. And I put on the gas mask. <laughs> and I take off the gas mask for a second to go, good luck, we're all counting on you. <laughs> I'm so going to remain behind to keep an eye on the situation so I can relay messages. Or... <laughs> Gavin, you are going to try to go through <laughs> the event? Oh, yeah, let's, let's, let's do this. Okay, yeah, that's <laughs> good. Uh, I'm going to clear off the dice. Give me an athletics roll to kind of shimmy through the ductwork and fit yourself through. I'm just waiting for the clear dust to come through there, I think. Ooh, nice. Three. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a good wide duck. Uh, the corners are a little sharp, and they're the hardest part to navigate around, but it looks like uh, your air duct and the room in question do uh, connect. And you're over. You're able to crawl through the duck, and you look down through the grate, and you see now, the bed below. To, I was planning on taking a little wee kit with me so I can cut wires and whatnot. Just so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you you look through the vent, and you see the bed uh, the bed below you there. Yep. If there doesn't seem to be any sign of any wires connected up, I shall attempt to open the vent. Easy enough. Uh, you just pull it up uh, from where you're leaning, and throw it uh, a little further down and uh, you can drop down onto the bed below if you want. May as well. Let's set this off. Drop down. <laughs> Nothing happens. You're in the bedroom. Uh, you see mm. there is a... Interesting. The maid's been here when the bomb's been set up. Interesting. Good maid service. 
there's a you're looking around the room. There's a hat rack here with uh, many different types and styles of hats. Uh, a top hat. There's a bowler, a regular cap. Um, there's different. There, there's like a um, like a woman's uh, a dresser. It's got the vanity mirror, and uh, there's all kinds of different like makeup. And there's uh, like fake mustaches. Uh, there's different types of glasses, some false yep. teeth, that sort of thing, laying there. <sighs> I suppose this is pretty much what I predicted, I believe. <laughs> All right, carefully get down onto the floor. Mm hmm. And pad my way out. Okay. Uh, you're basically into the main room. Uh, you see the front door. You see the back glass window. And you see the two tanks. Um, it looks like there's some plastic tubing between uh, the two of them attached to uh, some kind of mechanical device um, over each of the nozzles. It uh, looks like it's getting broadcast power. But it also looks like on the floor in front of it, there's uh, what looks like to be a large... Like a dry cell battery. Right. Um, I assume that the bomb guys are watching me. Yes, they wave. <laughs> okay. I point to the uh, window, then the tank, then the door, and just shrug my shoulders, trying to convey something. I'm not going to say too much what. Mm -hmm. So just sort of slowly point to the window, sort of look, look to them, point to the tank, look at them, point to the Door, look at them. <laughs> pull my cat up and sort of. I point my. I pull, yeah, I pull my cat out so I can indicate that. Then I point to the door window and tank uh, again. And uh, the guy from outside. Uh, he's got like a chalkboard and they're writing on it. Um, and uh, they say, uh, check the boxes on the door. Right, I'll go check the door. Uh, this is where having no craft repair really pays off. Yep. Uh, yep. Craft or burglary, either one would work for this. Oh, burglary, I might be able to pull off. <laughs> yes, that's why I figured you would be fine because he's been asking for craft or burglary. Uh, so, do you want a burglary roll? Yeah, go ahead. Stink. Ooh, it's a minus. Okay, that is that a total? Or? Three, four. Oh, that's that's good. Uh, the, the two uh, boxes on either side of the door, uh, you start looking at them and they're fakes. There's there's a couple of wires leading uh, from the door into the box, but there's nothing in the boxes. Hmm. Oh, God, it's a dud. <laughs> I knew it. I'm wondering if all yeah. the tanks are dud now. Yeah. So I, quote unquote, disable the door boxes. Mm -hmm. uh, you basically, uh, they're watching you as you just basically rip the boxes off the wall and they cringe on the outside and <laughs> there's, there's like nothing in the boxes at all although the the door uh, someone did a really good tape job on the door I mean it's just like uh, they've made like a, an airtight seal around the door yeah that's why I'm not going to breach the door seal just yet in case there really is a seal there for one reason for a good reason you're going to come over and check the windows? Okay. Um, you uh, Go ahead and give me another burglary roll. 
Sure. Uh, it looks like Richard uh, Richard wasn't sorry. connected anymore. Um, Nick, if you can bring him back in. I think he dropped out. Yep, there he goes. Same result. Okay. Uh, Tremblers are fake, too. <laughs> yep, I was right. This was a fake bomb, damn it. Mm -hmm. Alright, pull the trembler away and <laughs> go check the tank out. You pick it up and shake it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. And uh, I'm just going to use the same rule there. The tanks are look very real, as does the mechanism around uh, the nozzles and uh, the timer on it. Hmm. Is there any kind of a tremble or anything attached to the tank? Uh, no, it looks like it's got two different uh, power sources attached to it, as well as a mechanical timer, um, and then some elaborate hose system. If you have craft, you can give me a roll for it. Otherwise, it's, right. it's a little complex. Right. Well, what I want to do, if I think it's not going to cause you problems, is tap on the side of the tank and see if it sounds empty or full. Mm hmm uh, you go to tap on the side of the tank, and uh, the tanks are kind of uh, rubbery. <laughs> uh, oh God! And they're yeah. heavy. They're, I mean, they're they're full, but you are expecting it to be metal, and it's not metal. It's it's kind of rubbery. Hmm. That's just all kinds of odd. Um. Go back to the window. Actually, is there another window here that isn't sealed tightly? Uh, the the bedroom had a window that was uh, not above the balcony, just in you know an outside window. And was it taped up? Uh, yes. Well, actually, no, ah. no, it wasn't. <laughs> right. I go from the balcony. I go from the bedroom window. Mm -hmm. This window does seal pretty good, though. Um, like, on its own, it doesn't look like it was open very much, so it's kind of a struggle to get it opened. Yeah, as long as there's no wires or anything attached to it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Stick your head out through the window, and the guys are looking at you like, Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah, uh, the doors are fake, the windows are fake, the tanks are rubbery. Though the mechanism itself, it's more than I know about. But it looks like the actual window and doors are fake so I'm not I'm tempted not to break the seal just yet but I'm not sure how you're going to examine the tanks otherwise Since can you set up a separate, separate airlock around the door that's in the um, in the hallway you I'm sorry you want him to do what can you set up a separate airlock around the door in the hallway yeah yeah they uh, yeah we can do that yeah, we'll get that and then come on in and have a look at this thing. All right. Uh, Nick, can you try to get Richard back? Hey, Bert. Uh, as he's, my not message, oh. uh, he's not no, on he's online. Oh, he's offline. Mm. Yeah. As I said, Bert, I was going to, in my message, I was going to go downstairs and talk with the manager to see if I could figure out who was actually renting the room, see if we can get a name for an alias. Mm -hmm. uh, sure. Uh you with the judicial use of your badges, you get uh, the logbook, and it's a C Farthington uh, that's been renting it. Uh, pays in cash. That, that is one of the aliases that we've come across before, isn't it? 
I imagine I remember hearing Farthington once before. Uh, it, it's actually not one. Oh, okay. That's just my brain making fun of me. Okay, I uh, call Blair to uh, tell her about Farthington as another alias and uh, say, uh, have you been checking around other locations, just making sure she didn't stop just because we had a potential location? Uh, no, she's... Um... I mean, she doesn't. I mean, this is a large city. She she's got to have something I know, to go I know. on, unless you yeah. want her to be just announcing to the general public that they're no, no, no. <laughs> uh, Yeah, uh, I make sure to check to see if she's checked the station itself. Mm-hmm. Okay, because of the uh, fact that he had access previously. Had not thought of that, so she goes and uh, yeah, she goes and uh, starts uh, doing that. Uh, your your backpack rings once, um, just once though. I answer it. Yeah, there's no one on the line. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, some of the guys from the bomb squad are coming back down through the lobby as you're sitting there talking. It looks like they're bringing some construction material back up to that uh, 14th floor. Uh, I kind of walk with one of them and help them get some stuff onto the uh, the elevator and ask uh, what's the situation so far. Uh, Your friend in there says that the the front door and the glass door are fakes. Uh, There's no no sensors there at all, Uh, although the sniffer says there's explosives in there, so I'm not sure what to make of that. We're going to make an air, an airlock out of the front door and get in. Uh, Question, uh, question, uh, oh, sorry. Question about your sniffers. Do they detect the residual, like as in, would it still detect it even if there was a bomb in there at one point and it just was moved? It can detect residuals, but the readings we're getting uh, strongly suggest it's still there. It's still giving off the gas that's... uh, Explosives give off a certain chemical uh, gas signature, and we're able to measure the parts per per actual air. Um, The gear says there's still an explosive in there. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try and grab a couple of my crew and check out other locations because this, this seems still seems a little fishy, but it could be just that the outside stuff was there just to kill time. But I'm going to hopefully try and grab some other people and, uh, mm-hmm. I make sure to grab Drina and say, and Jonathan and say, let's try and find another lead just in case, uh, uh elevator go. door opens and they ask for a hand to get the construction material over to the door. Right, I help him. All right, and what were you going to say, John? Um, I'd probably over here because I was still upstairs in the room next door. So if the uh, doors are fake and the tremblers are fake, then there is nothing preventing you going through the wall now. Uh, he no- wants... Uh, 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 they, they're building... I'm guessing I overheard this in their conversation. If they're you, building if, an airtight just in case the bomb is actually real thinking. since it is gas-based. If the bomb, uh, if the bomb is real and they have left the seals, pardon me, if they have left the seals around the doors, then should that not be considered a possible explosive or detonator? In which case, not triggering them would be better. Yeah. So if the tremblers are fake, then there is nothing preventing you uh, making a mess of the wall. 
infants. Uh, essentially, no. I, I think what they're going for is the fact that they want to keep the gas sealed. And since I believe they said that everything was pretty much sealed, they're just creating a further seal so that the gas won't get out. Whereas if you destroy the wall, it'll create a seal. They're building a seal around the, I point to where they're putting all the supplies, the door so that they can just simply open the door, move it there and check it out. And while you guys are talking, uh, your backpack uh, rings again. I answer it. And uh, as it rings, Gavin, inside the room, you hear a click. And uh, something on uh, the gas tank, uh, the blinking lights, lights go from blinking green to red. You start, uh, you hear... Dive into the bedroom, shut the door. <laughs> you, yeah, you hear the sound of gas starting to uh, flow through the tubes. So you dive into the bathroom or to the the bedroom and shut the door. <laughs> uh, grab the duvet, shove it, and put it up against so it's uh, somewhat of a blocking thing along the bottom of the door, kind of doorstop type thing. <laughs> <laughs> From outside, uh, the room starts filling uh, filling up with a white uh, gas that starts to uh, kind of occlude the vision, so it's starting to be hard to see what's going on in the room. Uh, when you answer the phone. Uh, the voice on the other line says, that's the first stage. Click. I say, oh, and get on my mask. Yeah, well, watch the, watch the F-bombs. I, I've got up. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're a little bit over two hours into it. Let's take a quick break. Yep. And go, damn it. <laughs> damn you. Damn you.